Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 146. People pleasing will stall your creativity, execution, and desired outcomes. So your creativity, your ability to move, make things happen, and also what you want to be as a as an outcome. You know, all your possibilities, all the results. And this was inspired by a post that I saw online uh, by Inspired to Write, Amy McNee. She's an artist and a writer. And she did a post that said, people pleasers will always struggle to make art. And then she said, people pleasers will always struggle to make art because art will always ruffle feathers and will never be to everyone's taste. I thought this would make a great episode. I'm going to go through each of her posts. But more importantly, your life is art. And so this isn't really just about you being an artist in the sense of maybe you're a writer or an architect or a designer or, you know, something of the arts, it's the architect of your life. And I just, I thought that the two were very, very synonymous because people pleasing can happen in to anybody, right? You can find yourself in that mode of operation and it doesn't work. People pleasing doesn't work because it's not your most authentic, honest self. So that's pretty much the basis for this episode. Why is it not your most authentic, honest self? Because you might be foregoing your own thoughts, your own needs, your own uh, actual, what you really believe to make sure someone else feels good at the cost of you. And you'll find that if you do that with everybody in general, you're going to get burnt out. You're going to get, you can get, you can get resentful, bitter, angry, whatever it might be. The most freeing thing you can do is be yourself. Now, as an artist or as a human being, that's like the most freeing thing you can do. And I like that she did this post where she said, eight signs you're a people pleaser creative. Now, again, she's talking about creatives because that's a predominantly her audience, but so are many of you who listen to this show. And so are, uh, and even if you're not a creative or an entrepreneur, you are the artist of your life. So eight signs, you're a people pleaser, people pleaser creative. So she said, you don't sell, promote, or market your art because you don't want to annoy anyone or make anyone uncomfortable. So I'm going to go back and forth between art and life. So for the creatives out there and and entrepreneurs and uh, coaches or consultants or makers, builders, whatever, promote it, promote your work. We don't know about it unless you promote it. And then once you promote it, keep promoting your work. Be proud of it. It's your love. It's your authenticity. It's your expression. You're wanting to share that with the world. You cannot assume that uh, everybody sees it, right? And, uh, and people who follow your journey might have missed it. And new people are always finding out about you. We did a whole episode on that. She said, don't sell, promote, or market your art because you don't want to annoy anyone or make anyone uncomfortable. Well, the fact of the matter is, is that you're making yourself uncomfortable. 
you're putting yourself in a lot of uncomfortable positions. Because like, let's say you have something that you made, even if it's your services, it doesn't have to be art, maybe it's your services. Don't people have to know about them? And if you love doing them and you love talking about it, this is why the niche is you, because if you love whatever, again, back to the CPA example, I always have to use that because I, I wanna break out of sometimes having to be as an artist. They're an artist with numbers, but maybe they just absolutely love crunching numbers. Talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, and the people who need you will find you. You're not being annoying to them. You're just really being annoying to yourself if you're not promoting, right? And this is also life. You know, I'm not saying, and I get it. I think sometimes people worry about being, um, you, you see some people who promote a, uh, in, in a way that seems uh, very... Uh, conceited or very uh, ostentatious, just very over the top. That's that's not what I, I'm saying. That's almost like compensating for maybe something that you're not. Um, I don't know, you know, or maybe that's just that's just who they are. You know, look, if that's who they're being and that's who they are, then that's who they are. But the most important part is I get it. You may be worried about, well, that's not you. No, but promoting yourself is a good thing. And promoting your, you know, putting yourself out there in anything in life allows the things that are trying to get to you find you so you not putting yourself out there can be uncomfortable you can create the discomfort for yourself and again like i'm not saying go be a complete extrovert and you know you got to be all over the place and and uh i'm just saying be real and have an idea of what you want and at a vision for yourself and then be putting yourself out there in life and move in that direction. She said, number two, you don't make the art you really want to make because you're afraid it will ruffle feathers or upset someone. This is a big one, right? You don't make the art you really want to make because you're afraid it will ruffle feathers or upset someone. So instead of authentically expressing yourself through your work, you're constantly trying to see how you can fit yourself into other people's wants of what you think they want to see in this world when really you're meant to bring a whole new perspective. That's huge. You are here to bring a whole new perspective, not conform to ones that have already given, that have been given, or expand on ones that have already been given from your unique, authentic perspective. Art and life, that's one and the same because if you are afraid of ruffling feathers and upsetting people again ignoring yourself in the process you really only end up upsetting yourself and you'll feel it you can feel when you're not doing the thing maybe you think that you should be or expressing the thing that you want to be now again it's also not to um push it onto other people it's just to operate from a capacity of saying hey i'm I'm showing up and wanting to express or talk in, in, in these manners um, and then also have the respect for whether people engage with it or not. Nobody has to do anything for you. And that's why when you get very comfortable at making things the way you want to, you feel more of a sense of confidence and not a, you won't need that external validation. Number three, you never tell anyone about your creative journey because your conversations are always about them. So um, now this is an interesting one. I will tell you this. 
I here's where I have two different thought categories. You never tell anyone about your creative journey because your conversations are always about them. Now, depending on the audience, and I find that there's two types of audiences. I have no problem if people are genuinely interested and I can share, uh, you know, my creative journey and my process of the things that I do. I will tell you people of more traditional paths have a hard time understanding what I'm doing. I think it makes perfect sense. I also think it makes perfect business sense. And I think it's very, um, uh, I like the way I'm doing things and building things, but that doesn't necessarily mean, especially in a more modernized world where we're using technology and, uh, you know, advertising has changed, uh, uh, promoting ourselves has changed. We can streamline how we, we earn a living. Like all these things have changed. So I know that a lot of times when I'm talking to somebody who may not understand that, they're going to look at me with this glazed, glossy look to which I usually divert back to them and say, Hey, why don't you tell me, you know, a little bit more about what you do. And I'll try to just relate to them. Uh, ironically, when that happens, they go, oh, how did you know that? I'm like, oh, well, I applied that to this situation using this. And then they kind of start to begin to understand my world. Now, the other reason, the second category, why you may not talk about your creative journey, um, because it's always about them, um, is because uh, maybe you want it to be only about them and you just don't want to have that conversation. Now, I could be misinterpreting how she meant it because some people might just actually wanting to just talk about themselves a lot. And okay, you know, uh, they, you might let them during that moment <laughs> and maybe not continue carrying on with them after that. Now, if it's somebody that you know and somebody you're friends with, tell them more about your journey. Let them in. If you feel like you can trust them for these things in terms of like having full-on conversations, go for it. When I say trust them i just simply mean um that you can have a, a really sustainable engaging conversation more about the journey versus sometimes again if you're in front of the wrong category of person they they uh might not understand and almost make you feel like defeating yourself <laughs> like you're self-defeating right uh the, the the next one you feel responsible for people's reaction towards you and your art so you spend endless amounts of energy curating and trying to control their response. This is a big one for artists um, and just creatives in general and entrepreneurs. You're dealing with algorithms online. You're dealing with times of day. Did somebody see it? Did somebody not see it? Um, you know, uh, are you writing it in the right way? Are you, sh are you presenting it in the right way? Are you, um, you know, promoting it enough? Are you doing any number of things over and over again can go on in your head. And uh, something that Amy McNee of Inspired to Write, who did this post, spoke about in, in one of her writings, which was you have to just publish it and put it out there. And, um, you know, and I totally get that, um, you know, there's all kinds of funny things online that sometimes make us feel like, well, did anybody see it? You know, um, maybe I should do it differently. And I get it too, because sometimes like I've watched the algorithm change on me out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, all right, well, I guess like, you know, they're just punishing me at this point, <laughs> you know, and it is what it is and it is what it is. But I still want then the people to see who need to see it, to see it and, uh, you know, and, and make sure that like my, I, I, I constantly feel good about what I publish. So you can't be responsible for whether or not the world sees it. You can't also be responsible for the reaction towards it too. It's a very tricky situation, you know, because I get like online, um, there's a lot of different reactions to a lot of different topics. 
Um, I always try to approach everything from my highest and best self and my perspective from a respectful one. Um, it doesn't mean that everybody will get it or want to engage in the conversation or agree. And that's okay, right? So we have to allow that room for people to uh, engage or, or, or disengage in any way that they see fit. Uh, and then, of course, I won't, <laughs> I'm not here to, <laughs> you know, spend endless hours of energy curating, trying to control the response. I, I don't, that's, that's not what I'm here to do. So the next one, you make art for everyone, trying to make sure everyone relates and connects to your creation, even though that's absolutely impossible. You cannot be all things to everyone. You can't in life and in whatever you create, you cannot be all things to everyone. You can certainly try, but it'll burn you out. You can be the right things to the right people. And I urge you to go that path. And the right things are usually your most authentic things, the things that you are trying to bring out from a very uh, highly elevated place that you are expressing yourself. And then number seven, you are constantly sacrificing your creative time for others because you can't say no and you believe it's the right thing to do. This is a big one, especially for uh, service providers that I know that are very creative and um, sacrificing yourself through service to others. Nothing wrong with that. We are meant to be of service to others. I would like to be of service through my work versus foregoing my work and making sure that others um, they're like that I'm doing their work for them. Right. So you have to be very, very careful. You have to learn to balance and this is in life as well, too, right? You have to make time for yourself, usually at the beginning of the day and the end of the day, at least no matter what, you can do whatever you want during the middle. But I find that if you put yourself first at the beginning of the day, gratitude, meditation, thank you, God, all these things, and it sets the tone for like your path. And at the end of the day, thank you, God, this is what I, I, I realized, this is what I, I am thankful for, this is what I, I experienced today, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when you do this, by putting yourself first, you're actually of even better service to others when they come to you and you can balance between when to say no and when to say yes. So, and then the final one she said is you feel uncomfortable and guilty for even wanting to be a creative because you're asking, because asking for and chasing what you want feels selfish. It is a big one because a lot of people might feel like, oh, well, why do you want to do that? That's not, are you sure? You know, not everybody can be this and not everybody can be that. And you shouldn't want this and you shouldn't want that. How selfish of you. Listen, if you are chasing your best self, if you are wanting to know your soul and that's considered selfish, hey, you know, because the best version of you is an overflowing cup into everybody else. So don't ever feel guilty that you want to work on a path that isn't like everybody else's. Don't ever feel guilty that you want to uh, be more artistic. And uh, now there's, of course, a lot of responsibility that comes with um, your path, you know, so there's a give and take, you know, it's like you Taking your own path is like being an entrepreneur. You are going to have to figure out every single thing and over time and God bless because that puts you in a position of taking ownership, right? But never feel uncomfortable and guilty for everyone to be a creative or go in a different way because 
every soul's path is completely unique and no two souls are meant to have the exact same path. Even if you do choose a conventional type job, quote unquote, but it's your path, like you know you want to do it very, very well, do it very, very well. And 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 by the way, I've known a few people who they wanted very specific conventional jobs. When I say conventional, meaning like, uh, you know, very just like, like, again, back to a CPA type of a role or, um, or uh, you know, running uh, some department with a company or whatever it might be. I'll, I'm thinking of a few people I knew uh, about 10 years ago, a friend of mine in, in school, you know, his family owned businesses and they wanted him to take over the businesses. And he was like, no, like, I actually want to go work for a company, you know? So he was actually coming, it was the reverse. He was coming from an entrepreneurial path and he didn't want to do that. He actually wanted to go into more of a traditional structured uh, company path. And, you know, even then, you know, the family was a little upset, but they were, they started to get supportive. And so don't feel guilty or wanting for wanting to, to go a path that may not be what others want for you. Make sure though, you go a path that you feel is right for you and own that and own the, the responsibility and the mastery and really getting into all of the, the details, you know, you, you owe it to yourself and to your soul. So Thank you for tuning in. As always, again, people-pleasing will stall your creativity, execution, and desired outcomes. Why? Again, people-pleasing will basically say, hey, listen, I'm going to put your opinions over what I really want to express myself. I'm going to put your opinions over my ability to just make moves and get answers from taking each step. I'm going to put your um, you know, opinions over my ability to get things done and follow through. You got to be very, very careful of that. People pleasing is a momentum blocker and you don't have time for that. And it's okay if you're stuck and you've had that happen before. A lot of people have. There's several times in my life in different seasons early on that that happened to me. And, you know, sometimes it can still happen, right? Uh, It's much rarer. (laughs) I have a lot more discernment, you know, but... People-pleasing will stall your creativity, execution, and desired outcomes. I appreciate you for tuning in. Thank you, as always, for listening. Please leave a five-star review on Apple as it helps expand the awareness of the show. Please leave a five-star review uh, on Spotify. Please leave a written review on Apple and anywhere else that it allows. I love you guys. Thank you for always tuning in. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.